Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Defining normal. Kendra was 26 years old, having been sent to clinic due to hallucinations. She was from a group home and was well cared for by the staff, who were a number of enthusiastic and compassionate individuals who cooked and cleaned for these developmentally delayed individuals of various ideologies. Kendra had been living there for about two years and had a history of a seizure disorder. Her developmental disability was genetic, and she had one of the rarer syndromes that looked like Down syndrome, or trisomy 21, but wasn't, given her genetic testing. I'd seen her before, and she was a pleasant woman with a smile and somewhat slurred, loud speech, which was frankly as enthusiastic as the caregivers who brought her to clinic. Recently, however, she'd been less active and paranoid, noting she was seeing ghosts, her primary care doctor was worried that her seizures could be acting up again. He'd increased the medications, but it seemed to make the patient worse, not better. As a result, the patient was scheduled to see us in neurology for further assessment. Entered into the examination room, Kendra was slumped in the chair, looking like she was sleeping. Kendra, the doctor's here, said the attendant gently, a young man who was dressed in a red t-shirt and jeans. Kendra, wake up, he said somewhat louder. He looked at me and noted, she's been kind of like this for the last couple of weeks, maybe more. But when she wakes up, she gets really agitated. I noted and then said I had seen Kendra before and I agreed this really wasn't her usual state. We've tried giving her the medications differently, knowing what the other doctor says. Doesn't seem like it's doing too much. We went over Kendra's medication list and it wasn't particularly complex or bad, which was a relief. They sometimes can be quite overwhelming with a lot of the issues and too many doctors having input. Brad, the attendant, noted, I've known Kendra for a while. I think it really started when she had a urine infection, but that all cleared up with antibiotics, you know? I nodded in agreement, seeing that her treatment, even for that, was standard. As I tried to increase the wakefulness of the patient, I did notice some minor movements of her hands and then I didn't really remember seeing those before. Looking back at my previous note, I didn't see any mention of it, and it made me think that perhaps her other doctor was right. She might be having recurring seizures, which was causing her issues. I did most of the passive aspects of the exam, and the patient started to wake up. She started hyperventilating, saying, Brad, Brad, there's a pirate at the door, and covered up her eyes with her arms. I tried to let the patient know that she was safe. There wasn't anyone else in the room, but she stayed silent and kept her arms over her face. I turned to her caretaker and told him I'd be scheduling an EEG, increasing the dose of her anti-seizure medication, and having Kendra come back to see me in a month. A week later, I went over to the EEG reading room to check on Kendra's results, noting that it had been done earlier that day. Speaking with the fellow, a well-dressed Brit doing a combined neurophysiology fellowship, we pulled up the EEG and began looking at it. 
fellow showed me the relatively normal background rhythm that the patient was asleep for much of the recording, but in general, in both the awake and asleep state, the recording looked reasonable. No evidence of epileptiform or seizure activity at all. She's developmentally delayed, asked the fellow, as he looked down at the chart. Pretty good EEG for someone who has that history. I nodded, noting that I just increased the patient's medication since I thought she was seizing, causing the behavioral changes. Hmm, that's possible, but at least this EEG doesn't show anything. Has she ever had an EEG before? The fellow asked. In fact, Kendra had had another EEG in the past, and I'd forgotten to write that in the referral. That was when she was at another group home several years ago. We had to go into the archives to get that recording, although it was available. Pulling out the EEG, there was a lot of initial movement artifact associated with that particular recording, quite different than from the sleepy patient whose EEG we just evaluated. And that was just the beginning. The recording showed a lot of disorganization, as well as what we call slowing, or decreased frequency, in the frontal lobes bilaterally and independently. There are also areas of abnormalities in the left temporal region as well that were highly suggestive as a focus for seizures. Well, said the fellow, that's a bit different than her previous EEG, noted with a prototypic British understatement. After a moment, we both began speaking, but both of us were thinking about the same thing. Forced normalization, said the fellow after I had stopped. We see this occasionally. I was familiar with the term. It was something I had learned as a resident. Sometimes when we treat patients with seizures, we quote normalize unquote their EEG and decrease the seizures, which of course is our target clinically. Rarely though, once we do this and see a relative normalization of the EEG, the behavior noted is now psychotic or at least with psychotic features. While controversial, I'd seen a case in the past, and there were cases in the literature documenting these findings. So back off on her seizure meds, I noted aloud, to which the fellow said, yes, and repeat the EEG, please. Let's see what it looks like if you keep both her seizures and her psychosis under control. I thanked the fellow and called the group home, instructing the caregivers to change the medication dose with respect to her seizures. When the patient came back to see me in a few months, while not exactly her usual enthusiastic self, she was at least alert. She actually recognized me and she was cooperative with the examination. I told the caregiver, this time an older woman, what I thought was going on and she just nodded, noting Kendra was definitely better with the medication reduction. I also noted that we need to get another EEG just to document this, to which the caregiver definitely agreed. A few days later, the fellow called me and let me know that if I'd like to see the EEG and correlate clinically the findings, we might both learn something. In fact, the EEG showed less of the localization to the temporal lobe, although the slowing in the frontal lobes was still there, but it was nothing like the previous EEG that was almost normal but it wasn't as bad as her EEG several years ago. I guess this is the target, I said, with my own sense of subtlety 
Yes, noted the fellow agreeing. It is. I thanked him and noted, defining normal. Some days it's harder than others and walked back to see my first patient of the afternoon. Thank you for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.